Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to this King's Place podcast. On Friday the 13th of January, the critically acclaimed jazz band Cloudmakers Trio returned to King's Place with an expanded lineup to create a new five-piece ensemble. Award-winning multi-instrumentalist Jim Hart, founding member of London's Loop Collective, leads the trio from the vibraphone and is joined by long-standing collaborators Michael Yanish on double bass and Dave Smith on drums. For this special concert, Hannes Riepler joins them on guitar and Antonette Trichwang plays alto saxophone, resulting in their strongest programme of original, genre-twisting music to date. Jim joined me to discuss their ever-developing sound, where it came from and where it's going. Just sort of talk about the vibraphone, if that's mm. OK. I, I mean, as an instrument, it's one that I've always desired. I mean, literally, as soon as you touch the note, it's got, it's got a sound that's sort of... I can't describe it. It's just so beautiful and charming well i'm glad you think so uh it's a bit like marmite the vibraphone so people either love it or they hate it and it's, it, it does seem to be really polarizing people are quite passionate in both directions i think one of the reasons people don't always like it is because it's about as far from the human voice as you can get it doesn't have resonating chords like mm. like a reed on a, a wind instrument or or your lips on a brass instrument or the chords of a, a, any stringed instrument so it, it, i think some people find it quite alien but the people who talk about talk about it lovingly always think it's it's really mellow and soft and kind of an abstract sound actually mm. and i i've had a weird relationship with it because i i sort of it was kind of someone else's idea in a way. I was, I'd already left college and I was gigging on drums and piano and a couple of friends of mine, uh, Gareth Lecrane, the, the great flute player, and uh, Gwilym Simcock, the pianist, uh, both sort of said to me, like, why, why how come you don't play more vibes? You've got a vibraphone, haven't you? You know, you know, you should play more. So, all right, I will then, and started practicing. And they both were really cool and got me in their bands and really interesting music to play and writing, writing cool music. You mentioned you played the piano. What is the sort of difference between maybe the more standard sort of jazz trio of piano, bass and drums and where you've got the vibraphone instead of the piano? Uh, that's a good question. I guess, well, one of the main things is that you're, only, you're playing with four mallets, so you have a, a maximum of four notes that you can play at a time. Uh, compared to a piano, your ability to, to play large sort of harmonic structures in one go of chords essentially is limited but as well as that there's less harmonic uh, sympathy harmonic resonance within the instrument you know if you play one note on the piano with a with a sustain pedal down the other strings resonate in there and you don't have that at all on a vibraphone if you with the sustain pedal down you play one note you get one note it was one of the reasons why i wanted to do the trio in the first place actually was to try and explore what was possible in terms of developing, you know, expanding the kind of sound, both through writing specific parts for the bass to play and also trying to really challenge myself to um, extend my technique to be able to produce a, a bigger a bigger sound. Uh, the, the idea was to try and arrive at something that sounded bigger than a trio. And the other way that I did that is by using some electronics and some loops and pedals and other ways of playing the instrument by preparing the instrument using using sort of bits of tape and oh, really? pegs and bulldog clips and bows and chains and bells to 
prepare the instrument um, to get different sounds. What does that bring that you don't have? It, but it just adds a different sonic texture, basically. Mm. You can put things on some notes so that even with the pedal down, that note won't sustain. Uh, there's a bulldog clip that I use that, that actually detunes one of the notes a little bit. And that's great because, you know, like a piano, you can't get in between the notes, which you can on so many other instruments. It's, it's just a way of getting in, in the cracks and, and trying to... <laughs> To forge forge some new sounds that that so you can be more expressive essentially. Let's let's talk about the other two members of the of the trio before we I think we'll later we'll move on to the fact that it's expanded for this show. So we have Michael and uh, on the double bass and Dave on the on the drums. Mm. I presume, like most people, you're quite fussy about who you wanted to play with. Yeah, especially drummers. <laughs> Being a drummer myself. But yeah, absolutely. Um, and it wasn't really the trio didn't form by me going like, right, I want to, I want to have a trio. Who shall I pick? It, mm. it already, it you know, it just came into existence on its own. So Dave, Dave and I lived together in a in a music musician's house up in Golders Green, like nine years, I think. Yeah, it was that was during our twenties and a really formative time during during which time we formed the the Loop Collective and played in played in lots of bands together. Uh, Dave was in my previous band, Gemini. Yeah, we really you know we sort of grew up grew up together in in, the, in that at that time, listening to music and playing and talking and and at the same time he was doing all these studies into into Wolof music, Wolof drumming from Gambia, mm. and I was able to learn from him through sort of doing that uh just kind of ride on his shirt tails a little sort of absorb some of the stuff that he he's really gone very deeply into you know he's a tour de force and a really unique musician i think so and mike we uh, he when he moved to london uh, what 10 or 11 years ago now i think we started playing together a lot in a few different yeah it's just like this kind of felt like this sort of force had hit you know hit the london scene Again, like an incredibly accomplished player, really knowledgeable about the music, and and committed to to driving it forward with with respect to the history, but but just up absolutely up for anything. The three of us got together to do a tour with Ralph Alessi, great trumpet player from New York, and in rehearsing for that tour, I just said to myself, "This is because we, we rehearsed just the trio." Before Ralph got there, and I, I, yeah, I knew, <laughs> I knew there and then that that was that was the trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dedicated myself to writing some music just for the three of us. After that, performing live where does the music end and the, the improvisation begin i guess that's kind of the challenge is to try for that place not to really exist the tunes are just vehicles they're, they're meant for improvising or improvising with I'm, I'm trying to sort of use as little not as little material but as few ideas as possible 
so that reworking those ideas within the composition so that those ideas then lend themselves to be improvised with and so it all becomes a bit more blurred and, and blended than that. Yesterday was the, was the first time we all got together with the new with the new band to play all the new music and, and that's, that's always the most exciting <laughs> moment because you, you kind of hand it over, you know, and already, you know, I could see that things were going to go in some really interesting <laughs> directions. It never stops, really. We're, we're kind of improvising all the time. Okay, as we mentioned there, you're adding guitar and saxophone, alto saxophone. Uh, so why this? Why this decision? Yeah, I, I, I love guitar. I'm a frustrated guitarist. If I could, <laughs> if I could trade them all in for one, I would be a big guitarist in a, in a heartbeat. But I'm not, so I might as well get someone else who can play. So that's Hannes and Antona. I met. I probably met him three, maybe three or four years ago. We were thrown together on a an album recording uh, by a, a Czech bass player called Yuri Slavic who put together a sort of medium-sized ensemble to to record his music and one of those things which everyone in the in the band shares is a real a real deep love for for jazz music and for the history of the music and and you know Charlie Parker and and the sort of you know Tristano Konitz Marsh Rollins you know just like Gil Evans just we we can just sort of geek out forever talking <laughs> about like classic you know classic jazz albums Are you are you surprised how well the the trio and connect with the audience? There's some there's some great quotes. The Observer said, "Rhythmic hide and seek, jazz wise, airtight yet elasticized trio." I mean, these are <laughs> quite complimentary and quite intriguing. Yeah, I'm just pleased. I'm pleased that people like it. I'm I'm delighted that you know people seem to get what it's about. We had some really fantastic feedback from the from the audiences in the, in the states as well they seem to absolutely love it i think i think people enjoy the fact that it's quite percussive it's sort of vibes and drums on the stage with with mike in the middle you know there's no there's no shortage of rhythmic charge there you know the the first album or the trio album we did was called abstract forces and that's that's kind of the music that formed the sort of uh, mainstay of the set that we've been playing and and that it, it tries to sort of explode open the the kind of imp- improvising it to, to make it as free as possible over very strong strong grooves as well and I think that combination seems to it seems to work well you know there's something that people can can identify with and and it feels good but there's also a kind of you know a bit more of a cosmic thing going on where people can just lose themselves and mm. hopefully we can just do that art on an even bigger scale with the with the quintet to finish you know is a question that needs to be asked i think i think especially with what you're doing you know it is for everyone and if this is the first time that someone hears this and you know hears some of the clips and the music and feels intrigued you know they should try it shouldn't they absolutely and i think that it's incredible how often you hear people come up saying i didn't think i liked jazz or is this jazz i thought jazz was something you know i I thought jazz was something else because it's you know, there's like a tiny slither of it represented by the media. It's just music. It's just a huge spectrum. Yeah, hearing it live is something else. The Cloudmakers Trio debut their new lineup and new material on Friday the 13th of January at 8pm in King's Place's Hall 2. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about this event, please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash cloudmakers trio. You can also find and follow us on Twitter at King's Place and Facebook forward slash King's Place. Thanks for listening.